0: Captain's Log, Stardate 0.04. After having several discussions with the crew about various Star Trek series, episodes, and themes, I decided to discuss a different facet of the franchise the music. Each Trek series begins with a unique theme, which theoretically prepares the viewer to enjoy the following episode. Together, we will discuss these various themes and explore what makes the music of Star Trek engaging to the viewer i am acting captain morgan and joining me is commander stephanie hello lieutenant commander ray hello lieutenant kara
1: hey there
0: chief jake hello ensign lily hi and as a special guest on board we have admiral kelly hello we are very happy to have her with us, and uh, we'll definitely give her a shout-out. You can follow her on TikTok and many other social media platforms at Nerdy uh, Flutist. The Nerdy Flutist. She's just really awesome. The Nerdy Flutist, excuse me. The That's one and important.
2: only
0: the Nerdy <laughs> Flutist. And,
3: uh, and provider of our score, of our theme.
0: That's right, the theme you heard just before we started. That was Admiral That was Kelly. me. So thank you and very much can... for joining us. <laughs> Which is where we all do all of our important things anyway. So, uh, before we get started, I would like to uh, make a bit of a dedication. We are recording this podcast a few days uh, after we were supposed to because I had a funeral to attend. Uh, Unfortunately, my uncle has just passed away. And I wanted to dedicate this episode to my uncle David because if you heard our previous episode where I introduced myself, I said my mother got me involved in watching science fiction, and we watched Star Trek together, and after he passed, she told me that she had listened to that episode, and she said, you know, your Uncle David, he's the one who got me started watching science fiction, and we used to watch Buck Rogers together, and I I thought that was really cool, so I am uh, dedicating this episode to him, and thanking him for getting me, getting my mother and me on this uh, journey of loving science fiction. So this one is for you, David. So Star Trek music. I don't want to speak too much uh, in this episode that I'm hosting because uh, I, I could probably go on and on. I want to have more of a discussion. I want to hear more of what this music means to you and not so much to me as a music educator and a uh, uh, someone who has studied music. I have two degrees in music. And I can get very analytical and very annoying with these. Themes. So you invited but me. Yes, and that is the Kelly's exact job. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> also, do so, it. Bet,
3: do it. I dare you. A double talk I mean, dare you? We,
0: yeah. I am sure we I, will. A triple dog dare. A little bit. And uh, I'm glad the admiral's here. Hopefully, we will keep each other in check. But yeah, I just want to run through you know each of happen. the series. <laughs> It might, it might. So I thought we would start with the original series and just run through each uh, theme from each uh, Star Trek series. I will note we will not be getting into movies or anything like that because then we could be here for days. So um, let's listen to the original series theme and talk about it.
4: Hey, whoa, red alert. That is not our music. Shut it down. We're not allowed to play that for you here. Anytime we say we're about to listen to something, I'll give you a note or two so you know what we're talking about, and then we're going to have to transport the heck out of there because we do not have the rights. If you want to hear the whole song, feel free to go on over to YouTube. They're all over there. And if you want to see our reactions to any of these themes, I put a little something together on the TikTok page at the NerdTrek Network. All right, back to the show.
2: So that music. Good
5: wild. Like, it starts <laughs> off so normal, right? Like, the, the theme we're all used to, and then just suddenly takes this, like, wonderful, weird
1: turn.
6: I feel like the first four notes are the most iconic in all of Star Trek. Like, you hear those That's four true. notes, and you're like, this is Star Trek! Absolutely.
1: What I find interesting is that it's different than what they use in the, the cage. I, I, I guess I mm-hmm. accidentally watched the cage one, and the original series one, the one we just listened to, sounds so much warmer. Um, The cage makes Mm. use of so much theremin, and I love both, but it's just like, yeah, this one is very warm. It feels like prime 60s television definitely with the the cadence at the end that iconic kind of 60s television cadence you have at the end um chord progression it's just like it's so iconic and steeped in that time
2: yeah when it starts to bounce at the end like it really just it really feels like you're flying like it's so good and it it never gets old
0: I like how you say it it feels like you're flying because I love the use of whoever that is singing, just this soprano voice carrying the melody. It's not so much like soaring through space. It feels like soaring through the clouds to me, this this opening theme. It's just so, I don't know, full of wonder. I feel like it's a theme that definitely wouldn't work today, but for a 60s sci-fi show, it just nails it.
5: And there's no words. Like, it's just her doing that, ah kind of thing.
1: And I I think it's genius, too, because at least for the cage, and probably I can most set it as human in this version, but it's a voice that is very akin to the timbre of theremin. It does double duty as kind of this lounge... Vibe song and also the sci-fi elements of theremin. I sometimes I catch myself. I'm like, is that a human voice to a theremin?
6: <laughs> I want to play a theremin so bad. I've never, I've never played one. They look like
0: so much Don't fun. Me neither.
4: They really are. I've played one. They're so cool. All
0: right, we definitely have to get one for another episode. Play some theremin on the podcast.
2: Um, I had mentioned on, I think maybe TikTok, that I, I feel like this show exists in like a time capsule. Like I very much am in the mind that I don't want them to use Strange New Worlds as a way to reboot the original series because I think that it's perfect in its imperfectness and the theme fully goes into the capsule with it. Like it very much feels like it's of the time that it came out in the 60s where once we start talking about the other series, like I think once they switch to fully orchestral music with the next generation, all the, the other themes I think fit their show. Um, I don't think that they're timeless and that may be a hot take, but this I really feel like is timeless in the fact that it feels like the 60s Where the other shows, I don't think feel like a specific period of time, although they fit their show.
6: I would argue that that's what makes the those themes timeless. Because to me, the the original series sounds like a '60s theme to me, which has Mm -hmm. its own cute little, you know, this is an old show. Look how adorable, charm. But like the other ones, they are like symphonic pieces. Like I would perform them in a concert. I don't know if I would necessarily program the original series theme unless I had like a Soprano on hand, <laughs> but um like I could totally see like I'm in I'm not in an orchestra but I'm in community band and I've been begging our director to do a space-themed concert forever and he's finally going to do it in the spring, but like I would love it if we played like the Voyager theme or something. We might play First Contact. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, Ray. Faith of the Heart is totally yeah. timeless.
6: That's what I was going to
1: say. It is the
4: most dated of all of the themes. It's hilarious. Both versions of it, too. I
6: feel like we all need to sing that together. <laughs> Can not, we just get it out of the way now? I, 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 <laughs> no, we got to wait till we get to Enterprise. No, <laughs>
0: we're going to get to it. And and I'm ready to talk about it. But we have we have a few <laughs> other themes to get to first. <laughs>
1: The lag would be horrible
3: right. if you say it. <laughs> I I don't recall them off the top, but I understand that there were originally lyrics. And I was wondering, you musical experts, what your thoughts are on the on the lyrics. I if you them. think it was good or not good that they were excluded. I'm just curious what you guys think about the lyrics for the original series theme.
0: Oh, I have them too.
6: They're so uh, corny. Yeah, like I hate you, them. I hate them so much.
3: I've heard Jack Black sing them lyrics once. Pulls the that book. Out. Was yep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so...
4: I have that same book, Kelly.
3: Hit us.
4: You should. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. See,
6: Beyond the rim poetry. of the starlight, my love is wandering in star flight. <laughs> I know he'll find in star clustered reaches love strange, a Star Woman teaches. I know his journey ends never, his Star Star Trek will go on forever, but tell him while he wanders his starry sea, remember, remember me. Poetry.
1: That sounds like something they would
0: write. That's solid stuff right there.
1: Star Woman. I'm really glad they left it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think if those lyrics had been in the show at the time and we were talking about it now. I think we would be talking about it a lot less fondly than we are.
5: I, I kind of wish I could go back in time. I didn't know there were lyrics until this moment. And I just wish I could just rewind and forget the last like <laughs> five minutes of that. <laughs> oh, that was, I got to hear it sung. That's after we're done here. I got to look that
0: up and hear those.
6: Sung. Yeah, I'm not singing it for you. I'm sorry. Yeah,
3: Jack, Black did, a, Jack Black did um, it a million years ago.
0: G- do G- you want cute. me to? I will totally do it do it do it i don't know if copyright
6: will let you actually do it on the podcast but go for it
3: (laughs) i think fair use might allow it
5: do it for me man just for me right here it's like a privilege of being on the podcast
3: it can't be copyrighted they didn't actually record it
0: oh you could actually the melody is
6: copyrighted
0: oh boo so all right so i'll sing like the first line let me get a note here we got we got to do this right Oh, see, I see. Now, now I'm on the start. That's a tough key. Beyond the rim of the starlight, my love is wandering in star flight. That is terrible. <laughs> that is. It's so that's bad. Worse. I can't I, even I, put the notes to it. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm amazing. gonna put that into TikTok. I am. Uh, you sound great.
2: Oh my That God, should, my should God. never have appeared in the show. Uh, I, I just it, okay. I felt like a
0: lounge singer just now. It was very like,
2: hey. It was very Vic like Fontaine
6: Shatter. of you. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. BTW,
6: I can't wait to talk about Vic Fontaine. Oh, I man. love
0: Vic. I know I can big.
6: see Kirk
5: singing this. <laughs> I like how their <laughs>
3: solution was basically like, let's just do like uh, the lion sleeps tonight. We'll just do some random <laughs> screeching in the background. That's vibes.
5: <laughs> yeah, right. Someone's like,
0: we're oh not doing gosh. the words, just someone
5: sing, ah, and we'll make that work because this is. This
0: That's is totally up. what happened. The civic. woman probably sang the lyrics and then they were like, no, we can't do this. These that lyrics
1: was, are not was, working out. Was that like opera technique? Was that what we're supposed to get out of it?
6: Jean Roddenberry wrote the lyrics.
1: No, no, her singing style. Is it opera? Is it
0: is that what what the vibe is? You know, I should I should ask one of my vocalist friends. It doesn't sound. I mean, it like is a bit run. operatic. It sound operatic to me, but like, it's a little it's, bit. It's, it's classical. it sounds,
6: it sounds like a coloratura soprano singing it. Like yeah. I, I had a friend in college who was a coloratura soprano, excellent, excellent singer, and she sang it, and she sounded exactly like the one on the recording. Are so we gonna do? We're doing series animated series. Actually. Yeah.
1: So, when I first listened to it, I'm like, this sounds like the price is right, but in a great way. I love it so much. but it's it's In the best <laughs> way
6: possible,
4: yeah. It did sound
1: like a down.
6: game show theme.
1: Win the free, star. <laughs> <a> free starship. <laughs>
0: That's an
4: awesome point. Oh, my God, I love that. Win the free starship. <laughs> come on down. Hey, if you can guess the price without going over, it's yours, right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a Starfleet shuttle. So I've not ever seen the the animated series. Um, I have listened to the the theme, but it was decades ago, and um, so that is I think a departure from what I would have expected, because it kind of started off very slow and almost ominous, and then it was like we're going to flip the script right in the middle. It's just, it's going to go real upbeat, and then it definitely turned into a game show. Like I said, I think it it sounds like somehow a mix of like like a Star Trek theme, but also it sounded like, it sounded like the Jetsons if it was not as bubbly. I don't know if that makes sense.
5: I I think you just summed up the entire animated series, not just the theme. Like you just summed up the whole thing. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I've watched it, and it is. We got to do one on
0: that because it is a wild ride.
4: No, because then we have to watch it.
0: Fair. <laughs> I want to do it again. So the thing about the beginning to me, it, it sounded like do the same as the original, but but you can't do the same as the original. So it just kind of sounded like a knockoff theme to me. And then it's it a podcast theme. Goes into say, that game,
3: it sounds like.
6: like a knockoff theme.
3: It's somebody's podcast. Yeah. Their an original oh. series podcast theme. <laughs> <laughs> oh my totally god. Totally
5: yes.
0: podcast theme. I love it. It it's a it's a trip. It's
1: it's I I like how upbeat it is. I think it matches. I, I when we get to lower decks, I'm gonna have some qualms and I think it comes back to not being upbeat enough, which I think the animated series it matches the tone of it pretty well.
0: Have you guys seen like the animated movies like The Hobbit from back in the day?
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. the The music at the beginning reminded me of that style of music from those kinds of movies. Like I think everyone was just writing music like that.
5: Yeah, I think you're right. It has a real. All that, right. If I remember the the cartoon has a real Hanna Barbera kind of vibe to it a little bit. Like it kind of fits in yeah. with some of those like Johnny Quest, I think. Sea Lab. Sea Lab.
0: Space Ghost. Right. Um. Yeah. That kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Now that we've taken a detour to the animated series, now let's go on to the Next Generation theme. Slap. So good. So good. Um, I'm just ready. Did you say
3: slap? Slap. I said slap. I might excuse you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um... The timpani is my favorite part of that. It always makes it feel so. I don't. This is probably sound like weird, but it always makes it feel so so wide that like I don't know what it would sound like without that at the bottom. Like it. I love it.
0: That is so interesting that you're mentioning timpani because that is like that's on my list for Voyager. So like I'm I'm gonna be bringing that up. (laughs) Yes. That is like Um, the
6: main character of Voyager's theme.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and going off of that, with Voyager, Deep Space Nine, and TNG, we have the drone at the beginning, which is, I I think, iconic in all three of those. Just that that really warm. Um, uh, Here here it sounds very songy, which we don't really get in Deep Space Nine, but I I I don't know why I like it so much. I think it could annoy some people with the electronic vibes to this orchestra, but I think it just makes that sci-fi feel.
5: When I was a kid, I tried to record that on a like cassette because I couldn't like I didn't I didn't have money for the soundtrack, and I wanted to listen to it on my old '80s Walkman. So I remember like trying to quiet the <laughs> room down and then record it on television, like as it was playing.
4: I used to do that with the record player, because we had a cassette recorder, and then we had a record player. We didn't have, like, a sound system that had a cassette thing, so, yep, we're old. <laughs>
5: yeah, 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 I remember all that. We
2: holding it right up to it, and then, and then hitting the record button.
4: But they
5: couldn't yeah. touch, well.
4: they couldn't touch her, you'd get that weird vibration sound. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's like a one inch away.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: That theme always just gives me the warm fuzzies.
3: I know this theme is repurposed from the motion picture. Like, it was, like, the main theme for the for the movie. Uh, I, I can't help but think of the guy doing the little flip in space dock as the Enterprise is leaving um, Jupiter Station or whatever. I don't know. I was wondering if you, why you think they decided to repurpose that music instead of, like, coming up with a new theme. Like, why did they connect it to this movie that was, like... Not entirely popular with the fans. Like I, I don't know if you just had thoughts of why they, its relationship to the motion picture.
5: Um, I don't have thoughts on why, but it is the motion picture feels a little different, right? Like I'm not crazy. Like it feels this this one feels I can't describe it like softer, whereas the the, the motion picture one I don't know. It's it's something I've always noticed. They they just seem different, but not significantly mm-hmm. different.
6: The but motion picture one is actually slower, just it, a is little that bit. It? Yeah, it's a little slower. I think it's orchestrated a little bit differently.
2: Yeah, this arrangement, I think, is way too bright for that movie. And that's why I don't think it would have made sense. That's probably why it was a little bit slower. The original, um, the motion picture is, how can you be docile in like a violent way? Like, I don't (laughs) know how else to describe it. Yes, yes.
5: That is perfect! That is perfect! Yeah. How can you be docile in a violent way? That's, that's, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. What,
3: like a butterfly sting like a bee? Exactly.
1: I think this theme sets a the trend of later themes. TOS, the themes could have gone anywhere after this. But he and Drew really set up the brass requirement and then the drone requirement that really is at the heart of, of themes. And if themes deviate from that trend, then it takes me a while to get used to it. Not that it's bad or good, but it just doesn't feel like Star Trek from the get-go. So I think G really uh, set the standards for what a strategic theme should be. And then TOS was just like, they could just do anything after that, if that makes
0: sense. Yeah, but I completely agree. I wonder back to
5: Stephanie's question if like part of the theme, reusing the theme was, I would guess, I don't know tie into the original series but also like i wonder if it was just cost and licensing like just you already had a theme ready to go you used it for this one movie star trek next generation if i remember correctly i should look it up came out like right after or around star trek 3 right
2: 1987 was the far point
5: so i wonder if that was part of like i don't know trying to connect the two series maybe strategically and also like just to save money I don't know I don't know that's a good question
2: I
6: think what you said about connecting the two series is absolutely it like it probably saw some popularity from the motion bleh, the motion picture and they probably decided to use it for the new show just because they changed literally everything else about the show except for the name of the ship. So they needed something familiar for the audience that wasn't the original series theme.
5: Yeah. And even though the motion picture wasn't hugely popular, Star Trek 2 was. Like, and it's, they use a, I think they use a similar theme in that one, like a, a variation of it. But
0: well, I was going to say that I completely agree with Lily on uh, her point um, because I just feel like the next generation theme is the gold standard of, of Star Trek themes. And yeah, I, I found myself while listening to the other themes, comparing them to next generation and, um, it doesn't make them better or worse, uh, than the theme, but you just find yourself going, well, is this as much of a Star Trek theme as the next generation was? And it's also just kind of a standard staple of, I don't know, action media, you know, movies and television to have these big brassy sounds like the, like the Star Wars theme, which should, I guess Actually the uh, the Star
6: Trek movies came about because of the popularity of Star Wars. Oh, okay. So I'm I I I guarantee you that they were inspired probably by the Star Wars music as well. And I raised hand because I had to laugh um when I was arranging um Lower Deck's theme for flute ensembles that I'm about to release on Wednesday, um I noticed a lot of similarities between the Lower Deck's theme and the TNG theme, and I know that was on purpose. It's a spoof mm-hmm. show. It's it's an homage show, so of course they're going to make the theme sound very similar to all the other Star Trek themes. But I just had to laugh because it was like so similar.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. They just yeah, you know, and like you said, yeah, they wanted to hearken back to that that uh, that style of show. And no other theme from this period of time really references the Next Generation like that does. And yeah, right. i want to talk about that later
2: i think um when we get to it as i was listening i was re listening to them before we started um you can feel a, a a shift in the tone of the themes when they switch to electronic when, when it's no longer like physical instruments that they're using to make the themes like I love Discovery, like, that was the first one, I, I don't want to skip, but, like, the, that's the first one that's electronic, because obviously, Voyager was still orchestral, and then um, Enterprise is, like, a recorded Hot song, um, yeah. but, Country like, band. Discovery is, like, it's like, oh, this feels different. I, I think it's still good. Obviously, I really like it, but it feels different. No,
1: well, I'm surprised Did they didn't use a. August show because they have the money like that's kind of a shame just to... I I think you should always go for live if you can yeah
0: definitely mm-hmm. do you want to talk about the Deep Space Nine theme gorgeous yeah. gives that's
1: me my favorite
4: every time it's beautiful
6: yep. oh. cheers
4: it's so triumphant it's like it's epic but it's triumphant at the same time.
6: The drone is just this massive pipe organ sound and it's so good. I love it.
1: There's actually two versions of this one, right? So uh, seasons one through three, it's this more empty-feeling version. You have that drone, the trumpets over it, and then you have the strings playing a pretty basic harmony to it. But in seasons four through seven, the strings replace the drone in the beginning i believe and it's more staccato so there's kind of a little more faster to bounce to it um yeah it, it is i was gonna ask is it is it faster and obviously it is and uh they might be playing a counter melody that the strings i i i think i wrote that down but Maybe not, but I I love that there's two versions because the first one feels so empty, so desolate, and to me it reflects when the station is that, it's the edge of space. But as, you know, more people come to the station, we get to know people, there's a war going on, it, it gets more lively, and I love that distinction between the two. But I, I do think the first one's my favorite just because it, it has that kind of reverent showing effect to it.
0: I definitely hear the point you were making about uh, this kind of the, the music exemplifying the, the space station. I was thinking that uh, hearing the, the solo trumpet, which, you know, it's a full brass section in the next generation. But then this one trumpet playing by itself. And it is, I mean, it's it's beautiful. And it just it's an excellent way that the music sets up the theme of of the show and sets up how this is a very different series than um, the next generation.
2: I agree, Morgan. Um, I was going to say that as well. I think this one, um, as soon as it starts, it sets an expectation this is going to be a different kind of show because the music is, I don't want to say it's not as bright. It feels like hope, but it, It's setting a a different kind of emotional tone, I think, to um, what we get with the Deep Space Nine compared to um, TNG, which Deep Space Nine, obviously we've we've talked about that, is a, a very different emotional beat than both the original series and TNG. And the music tells you as much when you start that first episode.
5: Yeah, this is the first time we don't have the space, the final frontier, too. Like, I remember seeing Deep Space Nine for the first time and that being strange, you know, because all we'd seen up to that point was, you know, the original series and TNG. And it, I, thought, oh, I think that is a way to I think I think you're absolutely right. That's how they kind of set it apart, saying this is different. It doesn't have the, the monologue or whatever you want to call it. It has that single trumpet. That's an excellent point.
0: Let's take a listen to the second version of Deep Space Nine and, and, and compare and contrast
4: so when this show got darker the theme music got lighter that's weird
1: well i i it up to more lively. okay the it's like one
3: during wartime be... isn't it in ds9 at this point when this theme comes up right it's after he's promoted yeah yeah it's like the it's like wartime agitation like, yeah. it's, like, it's elevated, you know? Like, the tempo, the heartbeat of it is ele- elevated. Like, the stakes are elevated.
1: I like the little, the second version has that very staccato synth, like the da 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 I like that. That That's very bouncy.
4: So, it's interesting hearing them back-to-back, because back, I don't think I've ever heard them right next to each other before. The, when it's slower, the, the repetition of the melody feels so soothing and then when you speed it up it feels so different it's not it's not just like faster it's that soothing repetition of that melody sort of feels almost like you're in a rush all of a sudden.
6: And Lily said exactly what I was going to say about the difference between the two themes is that, you know, starting in season four, we've got people coming to the station more. There's more happening. It's not just a backwater station anymore. It's become kind of like the most important station in the entire Alpha Quadrant. So I, I like the fact that the opening is you know, the horn section rather than just one horn and is like the trumpet section instead of just one trumpet. But my personal taste, I like the the, the first one better just because it's prettier to me. The solo trumpet is prettier, yeah. the solo horn, I don't know. But um the, the, the mood change is definitely appropriate.
0: When we listen to this music, I've been kind of just looking at you guys. And when we listen to the first version of of this piece everyone was so I don't know it it almost looked like everyone was praying it was just so like introspective and we were just we were just soaking it in just this beautiful music and we listened to the second version and it was like okay I mean that it was it was all right it was neat but I, I think the first one really just feels more impactful feels more regal uh, to me, just at at that slower tempo, with the the trumpet by itself, without all of the extra stuff. And again, the extra stuff is fine, but in the
1: second version, I do like the suspended chord to the final cadence with the strings.
6: I think I know what I, you're talking about, and yes, I, I agree.
1: I I I think that I think that's the best part of it, just because it it just shows the tension. Of the whole setting of these latter seasons, and I, I know I'm relating a lot to the the music to the text of the show, but that's why I like the themes. So it's it's a small thing and it's a nerdy thing, but I really do like that suspended chord at the end of
2: that second theme. Um, I think it's important. Like, I don't apologize for that. Like, I think that that's one the reason for this episode, and two, the point of a theme song. I think that a lot of shows throw away like they don't think about their theme song conveying something. Um, I know in older television because like I'm almost 40 and I grew up watching a lot of old television with my mom and my grandma and the music I think is supposed to speak to you. Otherwise, what is the point? It's not just something to start the show with it's supposed to be a part of the show and so each of the theme songs um should be a part of the story and so the fact that they have a specific feeling and continue that like i said the first version like you said morgan it seemed like we were praying like honestly i was letting the music kind of wash through me like I don't usually listen to the theme songs every episode sometimes I will but most of the time I skip it so taking the time to listen to them it you just it re-engages you it's like yeah this song goes with this show and I think each of the songs is so specific and feel like their show that's why we can recognize them without having to watch an episode. You hear the music, you know what show it is. And I think when I was mentioning the tonal shift and the energy shift when they switch from orchestral to electronic, that it takes more time, I think, to recognize the music because it doesn't have that specific independent fingerprint. It feels like good music for their show, but it doesn't have... Um, that identifiable fingerprint.
4: I think you're absolutely right, and I, I I'm just realizing as you were talking that when I watch TNG, Voyager, and Deep Space Nine, I never skip the theme song. I never do. But with Strange New Worlds, Discovery, like anything else I've been watching lately, I always skip it. That's so interesting. I always assume that stuff has more to do with nostalgia. You know why? You know a newer show doesn't hit, the theme song doesn't hit the same way. But I think you're right, it, it also really does have less unique full sound to it, because it's digital.
0: Yeah, this is definitely a point that I was probably going to make as we got towards the end after listening to the to the songs. But um, if I were to ask you to sing the Deep Space Nine theme, would you be able to do it? Oh, yeah. No, probably. I couldn't do I it. Could. I
2: don't I think could, I could do totally.
0: it. I, I, I mean, I don't mean like in public, I just mean like, but if I said sing the theme to Discovery, like what would you do?
1: It is a stylization difference. It's not just iconic. These are more classic, I guess, cinematic themes, and the new things, they're very much more um, stylistic, they are more uh, interpretive, they are much more cerebral and they're not for casual listening. They are mood pieces, they are not songs.
3: I, I'm not a music expert but I do know some things about marketing and I and I do think that when we shifted to New Star Trek you see the influence of contemporary marketing and television marketing and, and appealing to the market in the music. So it's like you ask could I do the disco theme and, it, I, and I could because when i first heard it my like marketing brain went that for some reason makes me think of the game of thrones theme. but not tell you musically why but that immediately like hooked mm-hmm. it in for me and i found that fascinating so now i could i'm not going to do it to you because i i'm not musical on any level but that's that's just another point of view on it so i think yeah that it's so different the motivations between the themes when we have that crossover I'm and pretty to, sure that's call why call they went with correct. a pop
6: song for Enterprise too, yeah. Because that was the early 2000s, and like TV was kind of shifting, and they wanted to make it more new and edgy, and and blah blah blah. So they gave it a pop song instead of an orchestral song.
1: I'm kind of interested that y'all don't listen to the themes every time. My philosophy is I do. Every city, I at least have to listen to the theme once. To I, get I, listen to I have the same every
5: policy.
6: If I'm binging, I I tend to skip after, you know, if I'm binging several episodes in a row. But I definitely listen at least the first time. And if I'm watching Deep Space Nine, I listen to it every time. I don't care.
5: Except for <laughs> Except for Strange New Worlds, fuck that theme. I hate it.
6: I like the show. The Excuse me, sir. <laughs> That's how I feel about. Oh, it. See, I don't, words, man! I, I don't, love that theme.
0: I don't love. Do this, you? I don't love oh, the Strange New Worlds theme, but the the title sequence of Strange New Worlds is gorgeous.
5: Yes, absolutely.
0: Like I just yeah. I just watch the ship and and the graphics like and the theme is okay. I don't I don't feel that strongly about it as Jake does.
5: Well, I oversold it. I, I just, I—it's like crap. <laughs> it's just, I don't hate it. I just don't. I think <laughs> oh, because I, I like it. it. I, it's like it's like, fine. It's
2: like, I'm not gonna toss it in care. the dumpster, but I might sit it outside of the dumpster. It's like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we get um, it.
0: We, we're we're talking a lot. Let's try to move to Voyager. We have a lot of themes to go through. Before we get well, off of Deep Space
6: Nine, I'm gonna shamelessly plug my cover. You can you can find it on the Spotify's and, and the other places under the Nerdy Flutist. And if you want to listen to a very pretty, relaxing flute version of the Deep Space Nine theme, then go have a listen. It's also on my YouTube channel.
0: Yes, definitely. It's real good. So let's listen to Star Trek Voyager.
1: I'm realizing how much I want to look up a music box version of that because it very much feels like a lullaby. And so so Deep Space Nine is even slower and more subdued. But Voyager has such a uh, recognizable melody that mixing that with the still subdued tempo and vibe, I think it it just gives you. Lullaby Mime, so I really want a music box
6: version of that. I don't have a music box version, but I do have an all flute version if you want to listen hey, to that.
0: Close enough. I know we're recording, but I took a screenshot. There is just this like euphoric look on everyone's face while that piece was going on. It's just <laughs> because
6: that's gorgeous. Like, yes, yeah, so
0: we're all just like, this is amazing. <laughs> no. It's such a beautiful piece of music, just the melody. I love the I love the flute in the background of that one. Just that. Yes, it's like
6: one of my favorite these... parts. I definitely
4: yeah,
0: included so that pretty. in my flute choir arrangement of it, and it was one
6: oh, of my favorite parts to play.
4: <laughs> I think the best part about so this is definitely my my favorite theme. Like I'll I'll change my mind on that, but I'll always come back to it. Um, Same. I think what I love about it so much is it starts off like deep and and slow and and then it just the whole time it rises and rises and rises and it's so good it's so like it takes you on a journey and that's just like what the show is it's so good it's perfect for the show
5: I think it's my favorite like right now like I'm with care I'll change in 10 minutes but right now I think it's my favorite theme like I I I don't think I've ever skipped that thing and I, I remember watching it with my significant other and she'd be like, can we
1: skip it? And I'd be like, no, in my zen moment. get it. Kelly will have to tell me if I'm totally wrong with this. But do they transpose to minor and there's a minor crescendo back to the hook with the strings?
6: I'm glad you asked. Because I, I was going to say that, that the middle like, section this? is my fa- one of my favorite chord progressions. They change keys and I could go into it, but it'll probably only mean something... To Captain Morgan. Um in the middle. Do it, do
0: it. It's funny. I'm looking at my book too.
6: So yes, we start in G and then the middle, we, we modulate to C major, and we use you know we go between the one chord and then the flat major six chord. <clears throat> Modal mixture. It's my favorite.
4: Heck yeah. It sounds good.
6: But yes, that's oh. why the middle sounds different and cool. Like it, it definitely it changes keys and it borrows chords from the minor key Ugh.
0: this c chord going down to the flat six that is the epicness of this piece it's just wonderful
2: while we were listening to it not to be like have wrong but like i i almost started crying like i can feel myself like welling up a little bit because it's oh, such beautiful music, like it feels. I like... did that
6: during Deep Space Nine, so don't feel bad. <laughs> like it
2: feels like, like you said, it changes chords, and I think that that is the um, emotional shift in the show. It's like it seems like it might be a daunting task, but it's really a bright, beautiful future because at least on their journey home, they have each other. Maybe that's like a weird analysis, like, but that's no, what actually you FBI hit the nail like. on
6: the head. Like that's how I interpret, you know, the the next generation theme is very bombastic. So it's very boldly mm-hmm. go. We're 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 the exploration ship. So we're like bah, 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 bah you know, like go, go, go. And then Deep Space Nine is like, no, we let the boldly going come to us. We're a station in the middle of nowhere. So we're chill, we're chill here. And then Voyager is like we miss our home. We we have to boldly go, but we feel very melancholy about it. It's very, It has kind of a longing feel to it.
1: I love that that's reflected in the final, I guess, two notes. It's just one trumpet opposed to all the other ones. It's this big unison cadence. And here it's just really, really isolated. And I just love that.
0: I, I feel like Mentioning Kelly, that uh, TikTok that you you duetted with me, where I was playing the Star Trek themes and you were playing flute. Uh, yeah, it's just funny because like I'll I'll never forget how when I first posted that I played the original series Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager on piano, and I captioned it, "Which Star Trek theme is your favorite?" And one or two people commented like, "Where is the Enterprise theme? Where is the Discovery theme?" And I was like, "What about it?" <laughs> Don't ask me about the other themes. Like I mean it's
2: fine to not gonna be played like <laughs> any or all of the theme songs, but like I don't Objective. think that in any space time we would choose the Discovery theme over the Deep Space Nine theme. Like I just don't think that we would. Like I love it and I think that it feels like that show. But it just is not better. It's just <laughs> not better. Like
1: these right. elements of those themes that I love and I'll get into them when we get to them. But these those these four themes all of it is cohesive it's not just pieces and parts it's actually cohesive um i i will say that going back to what i said about tng setting the tone of what themes in star trek have to be when i first did watch DS9 and voyager it very much did throw me off because i'm like but it has to be bombastic even TOS was bombastic and of course I grew to love it but it just, again, it threw me off so that's why I'm probably softer on all of the themes is because even DSi and Voyager took me a season to get used to because I had that expectation of TNG and
5: yeah, same, totally the same, especially like like Deep Space Nine. I remember still, like, it took me a long time to get into that theme. But it did, once Deep Space Nine kind of set the groundwork, I was much more into the Voyager theme.
0: And, and then I was there's Enterprise.
5: Enterprise. I was, I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: still not ready for that. I'm a little nervous about doing that next. It's funny that you mentioned it, because, like, I feel like every time I listen to the Enterprise theme, which has been a few times now, recently, and it's been on, like, a playlist of all the themes on my phone, it just always takes me by surprise. I'm always just like, how did this get in here? I, like, who, who who left the door open?
4: It's oh. the, one of these things is not like the
1: other. <laughs> are,
0: we, yes. uh, are we
1: switching over because I have time?
0: Yes, let's think, listen to Enterprise. Yeah, let's
5: do it. I think I listen to this when I watch Enterprise. Like, I think
4: I sit and still watch I this.
0: I do almost always. I do because like, it's I, so
4: it's I, so fun. It's so <laughs> good. Thank you. Okay. For a Star Trek theme, it sucks. That's why I love it. That's why, I I mean, like, that's the show. It's like, for a Star Trek show, it sucks. It's still a good show, but, like, it's not, I don't think Enterprise is anybody's favorite Star Trek show either, you know what I mean?
2: Yes, it 100% is, and my comments tell me so on every time somebody comments on an Enterprise week video. Like, where, why haven't you made a video about the theme song? like, turn it down. I have. Please get to that video. I don't like it that all these people in the comments are talking bad about it. Look, let's play the theme. I could go all day about it.
4: Okay. My my favorite thing from every Star Trek convention panel about Enterprise, they're always like, "It's in my top ten favorite Star Trek shows."
1: Okay, yes. but there's only like twelve shows. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. think I. So
6: <laughs> I don't, think, to to I don't think I made it to the Enterprise panel, but I was there when um we all just kind of randomly introduced ourselves to, like, Trip. Trip, Reed, and uh, Mayweather were just, they had no lines for their table. So we just kind of marched our butts right up there
4: and introduced ourselves. Mayweather wasn't there, and then then he appeared, and it was fantastic.
2: Um, (laughs) Before you play it, Kelly, I will say, when people tell me that Enterprise is their, like, top 10 or 15 um, Star Trek shows... It gives me the same feeling as when my brother tells me I'm his favorite sister, although I'm definitely his only sister. He's like, you're my favorite sister. It's like we love it because it's Star Trek. Um but yeah, it's definitely in like that that bottom quarter of <laughs> shows that have come out I was like, okay, <laughs> go ahead, Kelly. It's been a long
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, it's fine. <laughs>
5: Kara, <laughs> that was majestic. Like the looks <laughs> on like like Ray and Stephanie are dying. Lily and Kelly and Kara all oh, just rocking out hard to that. Oh that, that
0: was our best moment. I know um, you can't see me. I was uh you can picture me doing the same thing Ray was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I can doing? see that. That that makes sense. That 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 tracks.
1: See, okay, here's my thing so this theme song took me as much to get used to as DS9 and voyager from tng I mean, wow. it was it was different but like okay but like so is the show like it's a prequel i mean the, the, that takes some getting used to as well i think it matches the theme card I, it matches the show and I know that doesn't mean it has to be a good theme, but I I don't know, it's just so it it's catchy and you know what they say about uh songs from your teen years being the like no matter how good or bad they are, you're still gonna Mm -hmm. like it. Well, I watched Enterprise way before I showed up. I was like eight on Netflix. So, a lot of it is just like nostalgia. It's it's a song that could have still been playing on 2008 radio. I'm just like, it's, it's a bop. You know, we can convince me otherwise.
2: I don't want to steal oh, this from you, Lily. That. <laughs> um, whenever I watch it, like, here's what I'll say, okay? I don't <laughs> mind it. It's a fine song, okay? I get why they chose it. I like the the actual structure of the scene like playing because it's not just the music where with the other shows it's literally just like panning of space and like the station and like the ship's flying but like this is actual um footage from like the earth space travel legacy whatever um but I got like one time, maybe two in me. I pre- I prefer the first arrangement. The second arrangement is an abomination. Like you can't, I, I don't like I.
4: Like, I'm, I'm right not there take with you. On the,
2: second one. Um, the second arrangement the second one is, is garbage, appalling. Um, it's a skip every time. Um, if I can skip faster, um, I, I'm skipping <laughs> it every time. I just I can't do it. Yep.
1: I do like both i will say the the first one is more iconic i in my opinion i would have swapped them i would have put the second one first if you had to have two i would have put the second one first because i think again it matches the tone of those first two seasons better and i would have saved this one for season three uh three and four but uh, the, the first one is better but I do like both.
2: But I, I'm in the minority, so I know I'm wrong. <laughs> no you are not
5: wrong. wrong. You can't, can't be, be wrong. wrong. I love that you're excited right. about it. I'm like digging it. It makes me want to like. I haven't done an enterprise rewatch. Like I've, I've a little like I don't want trauma not the right word. <laughs> but that was that was that was a hard one, and I've just started a new one because of Ray. I'm trying to. I've just only watched like the pilot. But i love that you're into it i'm gonna try to be more open-minded because i'm kind I've of finished gray.
6: rewatching it recently
4: yeah i just
1: rewatched it too Wait, you... I, I was not talking about the show i'm talking about the theme jake yes yeah, yeah no i'm gonna try to
4: lean into the theme
1: i'm
5: gonna try to be open like open myself up to this theme to see if i can rock out like you guys
4: i i feel like it's it's like when you ride a roller coaster and and even if it's not that great, you like scream and you go wild. It's way more fun. Do
0: you there know, you know what I mean? Well, like I, I either yeah. have to
4: dig in my heels and frickin' love it, or I'll just get, you know, rude about it. But so, so, I think well, and Stephanie and Rachel would love to be rude about it. So why don't you guys why don't you guys do go scorched earth <laughs> uh,
3: after you, Ray?
2: Um, I, go ahead, Stephanie. I, <laughs>
3: I mean, my takedown is uh, more metatextual. Like, it's not the song's fault what I feel about it and how I relate to it is not the song's fault, and I can definitely have fun with the song. Um, There's a certain amount of passion behind the singer that I really admire and I think is cute and endearing, and, and I can appreciate it when take it out of context but within context it is just like the pinnacle the represent like the representation of everything terrible about what made enterprise in terms of like Rip Berman and brandon braga just being like yes we're just like filthy middle-aged old white men in bush's america gonna get to exercise our male power fantasies with the rippling <laughs> abs of archer and they're just yeah. like, they're just showering themselves in patriarchy and just because it's like, I feel you can feel this target audience, you know, of the like truck nuts yes. demographic of Star Trek, you know, and I'm, I'm not, and it, it just, it just feels so toxic and problematic. And then, because then we right around when it came out was also like the rise of the like, hipster almost and toxic mm-hmm. irony. And so yeah. that that. So then that turned into this horrible, like, weird, toxic, heteronormative baby such that, like, I see, like, videos of, of like, uh, bars where people are singing the song at the top of their lungs and they're all super hammered and white. And I find myself, like, having, like, a weird, like, panic attack over it and being, like, this is, like, some college football gone wrong. And, uh, and, and so just, like, it's all so encapsulated with me such that, like, if someone's just, like, I love... The enterprise theme, it's a red flag, and I have to be like, all right, uh, let's talk about your childhood.
2: How do you relate <laughs> I totally to women? <clears throat> Stephanie? You I, you summed it up perfectly, and like the, I could I couldn't have said the words like I think because the actual like dynamic of the show is very tied to the theme, like like I've been saying, like the theme tells a story, and this says dudes like that's what the theme dudes Dudes. oh yeah like like, okay because like and i've talked about this on TikTok like i like i mentioned it in the video i did for scott in enterprise week like put 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 a shirt on what what my man doing without a shirt all the time like we get it and they wanted to make scott like really like this like heartthrob guy and i'm like he was a heartthrob guy for like a long time before that. But he was like like forty five in the show and that's not old, but like he deserves a shirt. He's a starship captain. Like and, and all of the like it all kind of lives for me in the theme. It's like like nobody's, yes, wearing, the, clothes was, show, like, nobody's this, wearing clothes in that show, to be fair. Nobody's wearing clothes
6: in that show. Everyone's moist.
2: Like, <laughs> the song is hopeful, which is a lie. Like <laughs> Oh, maybe
3: that's harsh. Oh. The theme song Sorry. The theme song smells like spring break. That's all I'm going to say. Right.
5: Axe Stephanie, body I, spray. I, what, I, you spray the faith of the heart. It's just axe body spray.
3: No, I
1: totally hate those bar videos, um, Stephanie. Uh, those give me the creeps. My enjoyment of this is 100% camp. Yes. I, this yes. Is, yes. This you is, take it, it out when you reclaim yes. it. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's 100%. Uh, it's not ironic, because huh? I generally do like it, but it's camp. It's because it's bad. I like it, you know. No, I, I totally agree with your assessment, even though I enjoy it.
3: And it's it's like the fence of the song. There's a confrontational element to it, being like, "Yeah, I like this song. You want to fucking fight about it a little bit?" Or being like, you know, trolling a little bit, being like, "I like it. Fuck you. You don't like it. I'm gonna sing it in your face. God damn it!" It's just like there's this there's this like punchy kind of like bullying vibe behind it sometimes. That 100%. It's, it it
2: dudes dudes. I'm genuinely serious when I made that video about the theme and like, that was probably one of the biggest requests when I had announced that I was going to do a week on enterprise, they were like, you got to talk about the song. And then as soon as I talked about the song and I did give the background, like I gave a real analytical video, um, but the comments were 100% split. Like it was like almost a, like a hardcore game of red Rover on the edge of a cliff. It's like, first of all, we're going to die for this song. Like, we're going to die for this song like we love it and we don't care how you feel about it we're team both arrangements and then the other half of the comments were like honestly i might have liked the the music if there weren't words like the music is okay the words match the story but there's so it's so divisive in the way that the song both reflects the time And like I think specifically when I mean time, it's like in Star Trek it was a very purposeful sexism. Where I think that in the original series it wasn't on purpose, that was just what it was, but on per like in enterprise like they were being sexist on purpose and like there's a reminiscence in that with the theme song like it's almost like i remember and this is like a a core memory i think when you attach a sound or a scent to a memory it's like on my way to my grandfather's funeral service to the burial plot um rolling in the deep came on now every time i hear rolling in the deep i think of that and when I th- hear this song, I think of the decam- decontamination chamber. Like I can't separate it in my mind. And that's not the song's fault, like you said, like that's not the song's fault, but it is the show's fault.
3: And I do want to throw in that I, I, I have found the theme charming and it's made me smile and, and and talking to other people who do like it, like you, Lily, like I, I can find value in it. It's just like when you put it in context, That's when I have problems. But if you take it out of the context, if you appropriate it with our our grubby little leftist hands, uh, then it can be great. It can be wonderful. It can be fun and cute. And I would enjoy hearing some other good arrangement of it, honestly.
6: I actually used that song in a graduation video I made for a friend of mine. (laughs) And I made his mom cry. And they had no idea it was from Star Trek.
0: Kelly, I was about to ask if you have a a flute arrangement of this one.
6: No, but I did make a TikTok of me playing it on Penny Whistle. And it's in my bard book for my LARP.
0: That's acceptable.
6: It does. I don't know. Playing pop song, like pop melodies on a, on a, like an instrument kind of sound corny. And that's not really the vibe I want on my channel. Of
0: course.
6: I don't want to be the one playing like, call me maybe or whatever.
3: No offense, people who sing that song out at bars. Just know that, uh, uh, red flag. Full <laughs> offense
1: to someone who likes it.
3: First. I
6: think the drag queen that came to Mission Chicago sang it at the end of her show. I missed it because I was tired and I just didn't but have that any goes more back spoons. To camp. <laughs> yeah. See,
1: I- there's a thin line like what Stephanie said.
6: And apparently the apparently the crowd went nuts when she started singing it too. And like I kind of I'm sad that I missed it, but like it was like towards the end of Saturday and I was just done <laughs> that day. Like I was way overstimulated, so I did not go and I kinda of wish I had.
4: Yeah, I was there and it was absolutely fantastic. Everyone went
6: wild and sang along.
0: Definitely See I can hear a gospel choir
6: Wars. singing it. <laughs> Which would be awesome. (laughs) I'd love to hear a gospel choir version of it.
0: Oh, yeah. Corny. The cornier the better. Faith of the heart and someone saying, yes, Lord. Oh, my
6: gosh. Let's do it.
0: I definitely want to see that happening. Got to have faith. (laughs) I think we're going to have to bring this episode to a close for time. We have several themes to talk about. And. We will do that at a later episode as we go into Star Trek Discovery and everything past that. Um, I want to thank our guest, Admiral Kelly, the Nerdy Flutist. Uh, Where can people uh, find your content? Where can they listen to your music?
6: I have some official music released out on all major streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Music. You can search me under the Nerdy Flutist. Um, on social media, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube are my big platforms. I also have two weekly live streams on Twitch. So on Tuesdays, uh, it's at 2 p.m. And then Thursday night is like my main stream, which is A Little Nerdy Night Music. And that's at 9 p.m. Eastern. And um, I also have a Discord server if you are interested in becoming a member of my crew. Um that would be available on the link tree in my bio for Instagram and TikTok. And I also have a Patreon as well if you want to become an officer in my crew. I have cute little ranks and stuff for my tiers. It's adorable.
0: Well, that sounds great. So our next acting captain will be Jake. Chief Jake, what can we expect next time?
5: Oh, we can expect uh, an in universe conversation about the united federation of planets through the lens of is it an empire is it as james kirk would describe it a dream that became reality does it have some problems where does it succeed where did it f- yeah, fail so i only have one episode for homework um that, that's assigned homework and then some recommendations it's the episode "Errand errand of mercy from the original series um a few other things i'd recommend are the genesis device maybe not star trek 2 and uh insurrection so think about examples of where the federation succeeds where it fails we'll make some definitions it's going to be great
4: i'm so excited for that
5: and now that we have the homework assigned i'm going to turn it over to ensign lily for our media stuff
1: well i hope you enjoyed this episode if you would like to let us know think about leaving a five-star review on apple Podcasts. if you would like to follow us on social media we are at Acting Captain Podcast on Instagram. And if you would like to follow us on Twitter, we are at Acting Captain Pod, at Acting C-A-P-T-P-O-T on Twitter. Thank you very much and hope to see you again soon. I want to give two honorable mentions to
5: music in the show one, the Amok of Time fight music is pretty intense. Like, that's bizarre. Yes. And my personal, my personal favorite is the music you hear with the radiation cube. Like, remember, they're, like, driving in space, and there's this cube that won't get out of their way, emanating radiation. Like, that music majestic. I had a really good point, and I literally forgot what it was. I don't remember. It was clever.
4: Let's just all sit and you'd be like, oh, that would have been great. Such a good point. That's, that's
0: Yeah.